Now we are no longer primitive. Now the world seems not holy. We've drained the light from the boughs of the sacred grove and snuffed it in the high places and along the banks of sacred streams. We have gone from pantheism to pan-atheism. From Annie Dillard, Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This is the Almanac for September 19th to 26th, 2014. We're coming up on the new Hunter's Moon, and here are some natural events for this quarter moon. Now that summer is ending and the leaves are beginning to turn and fall, now that the surges of life which shaped each leaf and flower are ebbing back into their roots, now that the colors are fading to brown and gray, we get, begin to see more clearly the intricate designs that life has generated over growing seasons now past. A dead leaf etched with a pattern like the tree from which it fell, blows along the path. The symmetrical exoskeleton of an insect caught in a spider's web trembles in the breeze. The silky seeds of milkweed and thistle trace the wind currents flowing over the mountain. The antlers of a white-tailed buck reach up to grasp the sky, and the elegant musculature of a doe stretches to leap over a stone wall all so intelligently evolved to fulfill the lives they lead. Here's a field and forest report. Ripe red tomatoes, pink-cheeked peaches, glistening blackberries, and shining apples greet us at farmer's markets thanks to the good hard work of local growers with dirt under their fingernails, eyes on the weather, and songs in their hearts. Meanwhile, wild apples fall softly along the hedgerows in the stone walls in a cidery feast for field mice, chipmunks, raccoons, deer, bear, and hornet. Beech nuts and acorns, too, are ripening and falling as a special bounty for the black bears fattening for hibernation and birthing in their winter dens. Abundance of beech nuts and acorns in fall means more bear cubs come spring. Scarcity means fewer. So let's just keep the donuts out of the woods, okay? Here's a saltwater report. Mackerel fishing continues through the fall, but it's winding down. When mackerel are running at their height, they're a little like zucchini. So plentiful that you leave your car with the windows rolled down, you may find a bucket of mackerel on the front seat when you return. They're a beautiful fish with flanks sleek and glowing, but slowly fading as the light of life goes out of their eyes. Here's a rank opinion. Some people get nervous when they hear talk about intelligent design in nature thinking perhaps that someone is trying to sell them a cleverly disguised reissue of an old biblical god. So they loudly raise the standard of rationality, put on the armor of analysis, and take up the sword of science to attack the myths and fuzzy thinking and ignorance and superstition 
of honoring any sacred dimension in nature. They loudly trumpet the call to arms of human intellect soon to vanquish all the unknowns, all the holy mysteries of this vast universe. They bray about the day to come when humans will know everything and own everything. Remember, though, any theory that everything emerged from material randomness and mindless chemical interaction gives some distinct advantages to certain parties. This view turns the great spinning, roaring, surging, sprouting cosmos into a mechanical or mathematical problem soon to fall to human technology. It tears the soul out of nature. It drains the spirit out of life, and it sets up the mind of mighty mankind as the greatest intelligence of all and anoints him as the new master of the universe, like Napoleon crowning himself emperor. This view makes the whole creation and every creature a natural resource that humans are ordained to use for their own tiny selfish purposes. This is the theology of artificial intelligence, cloning, genetic engineering, atomic power, of slavery, factory farming, and fracking. This is self-idolatry, this is folly, and this is madness. Finally, here's a seed pod for you to carry around with you from Gerard Manley Hopkins, 1844 to 1889. Glory be to God for dappled things, for skies of couple color, as a brinded cow, for rose moles all in stipple upon trout that swim, fresh fire coal chestnut falls, finches wings. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself. <laughs>